You're listening to the Organize My Thoughts podcast, where we teach you how to get out of your head so you can execute the vision. I am your host, Kyla Jackson. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Organize My Thoughts podcast. This episode is another one where I'm getting all in your business, okay? You might not like me after this episode, but this is something that we all need to hear. So let's go ahead and get right into it. So lately, I was just sitting here reflecting on my life and really just paying attention to the timing of everything, the impact that my decisions had on how everything in my life turned out. And I say this because I recently did an interview on the Bust and Basta podcast with Tatum Tamia. If you haven't already gone and checked that out, go ahead to the podcast and listen to it. Pretty much poured out my whole life up there. Um, but it's beautiful to just kind of be back in that space where God bought, brought you from. And then you can see how far you've came. But I say all that to say is what really stood out to me that the Lord was really highlighting to me was just the timing of everything. When I think about the decision to leave the relationship and to go to the tour and being at the tour leading to me actually working for her company and, you know, working for her company helped me to get the confidence to relaunch my business and things like that. And then all the endeavors that I started doing, I, I launched an app this year and that came from the obedience of Kabaya Watris of the app outlet, um, having the confidence to start her mobile app company. And then I started to think about all the people that were connected to my assignments in different areas. My assignment to work for um, Anchor Media and Blessed and Blessed Up, my assignment to start my own ministry, to develop the app, to start the nonprofit, to start the business. I started to think about how all of those things were interconnected. And the thing that stood out the most was timing. There were literally, you guys hear me say this all the time, of course, that there are people attached to your assignment. And that's one thing that Tatum always pushes that never really made sense to me until I actually started being obedient to what God needed me to do. I didn't understand that not only were people waiting on what God had placed in me, they were also waiting for at a specific time. The number one thing I always get from my YouTube channel, from people that work with me, um, from things that I launched, they always say, oh my gosh, this was right on time. I was praying for this. I needed this. And whenever you hear someone say that this is right on time, that means that not only was this person praying for that, but the Holy Spirit answered their prayer with something that was connected to you. He answered their prayer through something that you birthed. And that's important to know because your life is time sensitive. Whatever God has placed on the inside of you, it's not for you to just keep putting it off, you know, day after day and just thinking that, you know, you can just take your time with being obedient. God has a plan for what's on the inside of you. And the longer that you sit on it, the longer that you hold on to it, the more you are delaying that time. And not only just delaying that time, but delaying someone else's breakthrough. We don't, I feel like the enemy does a really good job of devaluing what is on the inside of us by, of course, distracting us with insecurity, with fear, with comparison, all of these things. He does such a good job at watering, you know, the, the breakthroughs that we have on the inside of us down to the point where we just feel like we can just be lackadaisical with it, right? Like we're carrying the answer to someone's problem. We're carrying 
the thing that people are crying for, uh, praying for, interceding for day and night. Your life is time sensitive. And you know who knows that more than anybody? The enemy. That is why he works so hard to delay you. He works so hard to keep you distracted and in your feelings, as I just talked about, to the point where you will not even take it seriously. He wants you to say, I can do it tomorrow. I can do it tomorrow. Eventually, I'll get it together. Maybe next year will be my year. He wants you listening to those voices that say that you aren't good enough. They say you don't know enough. You need more training. You should spend more time in this. You need more confirmation. You need more clarity. You need all of these things these voices keep saying. And I get it. Sometimes these thoughts can sound just like your own thoughts. They may be how you actually feel, but they're not your reality. The voices may still be there, but the demand for the assignment is bigger than your emotions. I'm going to say that again. The voices may still be there, but the demand for your assignment is bigger than your emotions. And I'm not saying that to discard how you feel because I know what it feels like when God calls you to do something and you feel so paralyzed, you feel so unqualified and you feel like everyone else can do it, you know, so much better than you or you just wish that God would choose someone else. But he chose you. Just like he chose Moses and Moses came up with so many excuses. He kept talking about how he wasn't a good man of speech and how he kept stuttering and he wished that he would choose anyone else. And God didn't excuse him from his excuses. He kept saying, okay, who is it that makes a person's mouth? This is God talking to Moses. He said, who is it that makes a person's mouth? So I say that to you. Who is it that has made your hands? Who is it that has placed that idea on the inside of you? Who is it that gave you the wisdom for even how to start it? Who is it that gave you the connections to do those things? Who is it that placed that vision on the inside of you? That's God. And he doesn't make mistakes. He didn't make a mistake choosing you. And he surely didn't make a mistake choosing you at the time that he did. So no, you may not feel equipped. You may not feel like you have no idea what's going on. And most of the time, that's how you know it's a God thing. When God calls you to do something, sometimes it doesn't make sense. But one thing that you can always count on is that he will be with you to produce it each and every single step of the way. All he needs is your yes. I never understood the power of my yes until I started walking in it. I didn't give my yes for myself. I gave my yes for God. And he used that yes for his people. And maybe you're in that place where you feel like what's in your hands isn't a big deal. You're like, oh, it's just a journal. It's just a video. It's just a podcast. He just told me to start this group. The amazing thing about God is he will use your simple yes as a seed to water many things. Things and people that you had no idea, no expectation of that thing that you called small would be able to impact. Literally, God has something on the inside of you that he wants to use to a huge magnitude. But because you can't see the direct impact, you just hold on to it. And I'm going to give you an example. My whole journey started with just saying yes to sharing my testimony online. It was just one video. One YouTube video, one yes, one simple yes. Well, it wasn't simple at all. It was actually very difficult, but it was one yes. 
that one YouTube video has over 34,000 views on YouTube. From that YouTube, I started a private Facebook group. That private Facebook group and the YouTube is now turned into a ministry. The ministry turned into a nonprofit. And now the nonprofit has an app. And the funny thing is, is that my YouTube channel, only 40% of the traffic comes from the United States. That means 60% of the people are outside of the U.S. These are people that I don't even know. But you know who did know them? God knew them when he needed me to say that simple yes. He had those people in mind. Your life is time sensitive. Imagine you sitting on your ideas for so long that God says, you know what? I'm just going to give it to someone else. Imagine that, that God wanted you specifically when he formed you. He planned for you to do this great thing, many great things. And you're like, you know what? I, I just, I just don't feel like what I'm doing is important. I don't feel like what you placed in my hands is important. How dare we look at something that God took the time to place on the inside of us and determine whether or not it is valuable? How dare we tell God something that he decided that he created, whether it's valuable or not? Even before he gave you the idea, it was valuable. And this is why we have to allow God to push us out of this place of our comfort zone. Yes, I know what God called you to do is scary. Yes, I know that you don't feel qualified. Yes, I know that you you are comparing yourself to everybody else and you have every excuse in the world as to why he should choose someone else, but he chose you. He chose you and he appointed you for this time. This episode isn't for those of us who feel like God has told us to wait. This is for those of us who God has been pulling on our hearts time and time again, month after month, day after day, pushing us. We've been praying for the encouragement. We've been praying for the clarity, for the confirmation. We've been praying for the resources and he sent it to us and now he's waiting on us. How long are you going to make God wait? How long are you going to hold the key to someone else's breakthrough hostage? How long are you going to let your thoughts run your life when God gave you authority over them? How long? I recently just did a video on my YouTube channel called Finding the Strength to Make Difficult Decisions. Because sometimes, you know, what God has us building causes us to come outside of our comfort zone. And sometimes our personality has to submit to our purpose. And in this video, I was talking about how we don't need more confirmation. We don't need more time. We don't need a lot of the things that we're asking for. We really just need to make a decision. A lot of us are asking God for the strength and the confidence to show up. But what we really need to do is make a decision to be obedient. Obedience is a requirement. It's a command from God, but it's also a decision on our part. There is no in-between. It's either obedience or disobedience. There's nowhere in between. And it's funny because sometimes you really do believe that there's space in the middle of being obedient and disobedient. Procrastination, allowing procrastination to be an idol is disobedience. Saying that you'll put off what you can do today until tomorrow is disobedience. Asking for excessive confirmation is disobedience. Working on the good thing instead of the God thing that you're actually supposed to be working on is disobedience. You don't have time for this. 
hear me. You don't have time to be disobedient. You don't have time to be listening to your emotions, which are a liar. Your emotions fluctuate up and down. Fear comes and it goes. Anxiety comes and it goes. You don't have time to listen to things that fluctuate in your life when you have a consistent God who is encouraging you, who is promising that he will be with you, that he will bless the works of your hands, that he will send you the resources that you need in order to build it. You don't have time to listen to a snake. The enemy is a snake and he's a liar. And every thought that he places in your mind that is not in alignment with what God said you can do is a lie. Stop talking to a snake and listen to your father who says that you are more than enough. You have everything that you need, that he will never leave you or forsake you, that he will help you to do more in the next two months than you could in an entire year on your own. If you would just come into alignment and be obedient, you can do it. He believes in you so much that he placed it in your hands. He doesn't place something of value in your hands if he didn't trust you, if he didn't believe that you were capable. Matter of fact, he already knew that you were capable because he goes before you and he protects you from behind. He he had the entire, guys, he had the entire vision planned out before he ever placed it in your hands. Whether you think it's a small thing or a big thing, it says, the word says to not despise small beginnings. So what you think is a minor thing, what you think is just a minor quick idea that just kind of came to you at random. We don't serve a God that is random. We serve a God who is intentional. He is strategic. He is all knowing. So don't discount what he has placed in your hands. Your life is time sensitive and you need to be obedient. Whether you believe it or not, I'm here to tell you that you are valuable. You are a valuable asset that the world is waiting on. And I know you may be like, but I've never seen what I'm supposed to do done before. I've never seen anybody do this. I've never heard anybody do it this way. I don't have a roadmap. I don't have a strategy. Well, guess what? You serve a God who does. You serve a God who will give you each and every single detail. Maybe not all in the timing that you want it. He's not going to give you the whole blueprint for what's going out, but he will give you enough to lead you with the step that you need to take. And before I end this video, I feel this so heavy. This is not just for someone who is who hasn't started what God has called them to do. This is also for those of us who have already started the things and now God needs us to pivot into another direction. We've gotten comfortable with the usual assignment that God has given us, and now he wants to pivot us in a new direction. He wants us to reach back and pick up some of those things that we allowed to lie dormant. This applies to us too. You can get so comfortable in your current assignment that it causes you to be disobedient in your next one. So all of this stuff still applies to you. You have to be obedient. You have to be current, give God current obedience. This is called giving him a fresh yes. This isn't the yes for your last assignment. It's the yes for your new one. The yes for the ones to come. So this still applies to us too. Of course, as we come to the end of this episode, I do want to give you all an opportunity. If you feel like you are someone who just needs support and accountability, you just need an extra push to keep you focused 
I have an online community called the Doers Community where we have bi-weekly accountability meetings to help keep you just focused and encouraged as you begin to be obedient and execute the vision that God has placed on the inside of you. During these calls, I'll help you to sort through all of the ideas that you have in your head, help you to prioritize them, help you to put together a strategy on how to execute. You'll get the encouragement of other people doing the same things, and you'll get that motivation and that accountability that you need. If you're someone who is always putting off things to the last minute, or you're always saying, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it, but you don't, then you need to join this group. You can try us out for free for two weeks by visiting us at OrganizeMyThoughts.com or clicking the link in the show notes. This wraps up another episode of the Organize My Thoughts podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with a friend, family member, or a colleague that needs to hear it. And I will talk to you all on the next episode.